hello, wonderful rebel moms. And we are back with Mompreneur Life Coffee Chats. So for this coffee chat, we are going to kick it off with setting how to set realistic mom goals in 2023 that you'll actually accomplish. But before we get into all of that, I also want to give you an update since I have been out of it for two months. So there's a lot that's been happening and we're going to get into all of that. Hey mom, so welcome back to the Life Unboxed podcast. I'm Jody the mom, and this is a place where we talk about all things mompreneur, from raising your kids to running a business and keeping your sanity, which has been a struggle the last two months. <laughs> so for the mompreneur life coffee chats, this is very much a laid back conversation, unscripted. I might have a few notes, but just I just share with you some thoughts that have been rambling through my head and kind of give you a glimpse on behind the scenes of what it's like to be a homeschool mom of six and a mom entrepreneur. So I do run two businesses and I do homeschool all six of my kids. So that requires <coughs> lots of coffee. So you can always support the show with coffee too, Kofi. Uh, that's K-O hyphen F-I forward slash life and box blog. Uh, so it takes lots of coffee and lots of planning. So before we get into realistic mom goals, because I'm going to share with you, like my system that I use to get these big things done and accomplished. So yes, you can ditch smart goals and those resolutions and the big, hairy, scary goals, which I still don't understand how goals can be hairy, but hey, okay. So if none of those things have worked for you, just ditch them. (laughs) That's why we're rebel moms here. But okay, so let's get into the update. So I haven't done a coffee chat since November because my plan is to always kind of take December off and just enjoy the holidays. It didn't really happen. We had some things that they weren't, we had some things happen. I don't want to call them bad things because, you know, you have friends, people in your life who actually are going through like really horrible things. So I wouldn't put them into that category, but more like, you know, you get the rug ripped out from under you and you just need to find your equilibrium again. That would be the best way to describe what happened. So, you know, and in finding equilibrium, once again, that tends to take up time. So December was not as relaxing as I had wanted it to be, Um, but that's okay. I think I'm now getting my equilibrium back. (laughs) You know, now that we're like two months past it. But um, yeah, so we're, we're back in the school routine. I did a homeschool mom summit at the end of January. So that popped up and I'm like, sure, let's jump on, jump in on that. So we had that. I had uh, someone contact me to ask them to write for their blog. So, you know, me being the overachiever, 
the overachiever that I am, I decided to write a post that I hadn't necessarily fleshed out, but it was something that had been on my mind. So kind of like I had the hypothesis and I still needed to do the research for the hypothesis. So yeah, instead of doing something that, you know, I've already had, you know, all the information in me, I decided to pick something that I've been wanting to flesh out. So I will definitely leave the link for the post in the description below so you can take a look at it. And it's all about creativity. And I will get more into that as we proceed. So we're going to have some coffee right now. Yeah. So I don't even know, like things were just busy. Like you ever have those times where it's like, you're just busy and I don't even know what I've done. Like I can't even see anything. (laughs) So anyway, but I'm also changing things up with the shows and how instead of doing like two a week, because I am starting my third year of blogging and the first two years were really all about churning out content and getting content out so that there was something that you could actually sink your teeth into. I did not want to give fluff um, because I hate fluff. So I wanted to give lots of information and I've done that. Uh, So at this point, I'm going to kind of scale back the amount that I'm producing. So instead of doing like two shows a week, we're just going to go to one. And so I'll alternate between doing a coffee chat and doing uh, one of the regular uh, shows that I put together. So they'll still be coming. They'll just be at a slower pace that I think will be more manageable for me. So, (laughs) all right, so let's talk about goals. Because... Well, there's a couple of things. And I did write some notes and they're not in order. They were just my random thoughts. So if I'm jumping around a lot, that's why. Um, I don't actually start my goals until February. I don't try to plan them in December. And that's why January, if you've been uh, keeping up with the podcast or on the website, you will see that it's been all about goals and realistic goals how to do um, plan realistic goals for moms. And these aren't like we're just planning little tiny things. No, this is so that you can get these big things done into in the margins of your life. Because the expectation to be fed, um, homeschooling your kids, juggling clients, all those take up so much of our lives. It's like we can really feel like we don't have time for anything. So my planning to plan your realistic goals is so that you can get big things done in these little tiny margins that we have throughout our day. So January, I really think through what I want to accomplish for this next year. I don't do five years down the road because way too many things can change. Um, So we just do one year at a time and Uh, January is the time that I take to think them out. And so I will pencil them in and I'll start with things that I want to focus on. So that is where I start. So for this year, um, I want to focus on eliminate, eliminating my stress or lowering stress levels. It's something that my husband and I have been talking about for a long time because I think what I've noticed is when you're younger, 
your body can handle um, the ravages of stress better. And then as you get older, you've kind of depleted those the supplies. And this is not scientific. This is just like my observations that I've observed observed from my own life. So it's like you kind of deplete the resources. And so you react. The time between the stress and how you react becomes shorter. And the things that you react to as stressful um, also become more because you don't have the resources to do it. So I've been really, so we've been really talking about like, how can we actually de-stress? Because we know stress causes all of these problems in your body, physically, mentally, spiritually, all of that. It causes so many problems that um, we need to get it under control better. So that is one thing I'm focusing on. The next thing, and this goes hand in hand that I want to focus on is actually being creative. And I wrote, this is the post that I wrote about because it's something that I think has been like looming in the back of my head for years now. Um, I've never considered myself a creative person. I've always looked at myself as um, very much administrative, uh, left brain, you know, very analytical. And, but yet I enjoy art. I can sit and watch Bob Ross. You know, I find it very relaxing. I like museums. I love teaching my art class when I do at co-op. So my husband will tell me like, you have a closet creative that you've held hostage for so many years. That's just dying to come out. And so, (laughs) so along those lines, like I want to I want to set my hostage free and and be creative, not for the sake of making money or starting an Etsy store, but for my own, the pleasure of my own enjoyment, because it is a leisure activity. And I list all these things. I'll definitely like, I'm going to have to post more on this, but I'll give you the taste now, dive deeper into the post I wrote, and I'll leave that link, you know, in the description below. And then I think I'm going to probably have to go deeper too, because it's just something that's occupied my mind. And as moms, I don't think we give ourselves permission to uh, just pursue something for the sheer enjoyment of it. So kind of like the pursuit of the the futile we don't give ourselves permission to do it because if there's not a tangible benefit to it, then we're wasting our time and we need to get over that because there is a tangible bent. There, there are benefits to leisure. They may not be a direct benefit, but they will affect so many areas of our lives that uh, you may not be able to say link like, Oh, this link and this link, but it'll extend down to the other links in your life. So creativity. And then on a practical side, I also want to uh, improve my marketing uh, because I have I have something in the works. So I just want to get better at that and get some bookkeeping certificates or certifications. Uh, be a better storyteller and then work on generating those passive incomes. So those are my themes. So that's what I start with. I start with like things that I really want to focus on. And they're not, they're not smart people. They're not specific. Okay. And that's okay. Ditch the smart goals. Let me tell you this. Okay. 
So I had to look this up because the stats still say 92% of people do not accomplish their goals. So I had to go back and look up like, when did SMART goals come out? When did it come around? And so the date that I found was 1981. All right. We are 30 years, more than that, 40 years. I'm not that, yeah, I am that old. Um, (laughs) We are 40 years past that date. And 92% of people still cannot accomplish their goals. At what point do we ditch an idea and say it's not working? Just something to think about. Okay. So, no, I do not set SMART goals. I, I pick things I want to focus on. Some of them are going to have a tangible outcome and others aren't. Creativity, de-stressing, that's not going to necessarily have like a tangible, measurable uh, outcome. But that's okay. Like, It will still have an outcome that I will be able to see because I will be less stressed. Uh, So, and then I go to how am I going to do this? So obviously for to improve my marketing skills and my bookkeeping um, certifications, I'm going to take classes. I already know what classes I'm going to take. I have them lined up. I have them kind of laid out when I'm going to do it. Do I have like, do I, have I given myself a hard deadline on when I'm going to get it done? No, I leave that open as long as I work consistently on it each week and I'll get to the point of saying, yes, I'm ready to do this Books, So all the, my business books that I pick are going to kind of be focused on around these themes, uh, being a better storyteller, uh, creativity. Uh, what else did I say in there? I don't really buy books on de-stressing, but you know. Um, so any books for business are going to focus on that. And I also like, as a side note, I really enjoy like reading biographies. Like of, I enjoyed, um, what was it, Lawrence Levy, To Pixar and Beyond. That was his book. I enjoyed reading that one. Um, Ed Catmull's Creativity. I just finished a George Lucas biography and just listening to these people like George Lucas just had some dogged persistence. And honestly, if you look at all the movies that he's put his name on or he's worked on, he's had more failures than he's had successes. His successes have just been astronomical. But if you were to line them up like movie for movie, he's had more movie failures than he's had successes. And so just, uh, seeing it like that, like we don't have to be successful at everything we do because everything we're going to is going to be a learning experience. We just need to have a hand, a few successes to be successful. So anyway, so those are the books I'm looking at. Um, so for create creativity, it's actually going to be being creative that actually doing things that are creative. Um, and then of course I do want to create. Um, I have some activity books that I want to put together to go along with my history timeline notebook that I created. So I'm going to be working on that. Um, I have another, I have an idea for a co-op class, um, not necessarily to make money, but just to teach it. Uh, so I might work on that one. Okay. So after I pick my themes or my focus, and then I determine how I'm going to do those things, and that, again, that's classes I'm going to take, books I'm going to read, um, carving out time for to be creative, all of those things. Then I list the habits that I want to do. So habits would be like work out three times a week, 
floss three times a week because yes, that deserves a check mark when it is accomplished. And then also, um, so as I lay out my habits and the days that I'm going to do, I'm going to work out, the days I'm going to floss my teeth, the days I'm going to, you know, read my Bible, all those things, then I'll also fit in these other things like, okay, I'm going to take uh, this, I'm going to do classes for KDB or bookkeeping on Monday. I'm going to do marketing on Tuesday. I'm going to do whatever on Wednesday. So I'll start dropping those in as well. So I'm creating a plan for the week that I can follow. So I assign days to those things that I want to accomplish. And then I just work at them consistently. So because that is the only way you're going to get anything done is to work consistently And I do that by, if I assign a day, then I'm guaranteeing that I'm going to do it on that day and that it will get worked on. Now, granted, things come up, appointments happen, weeks get busy, but that's okay. If I've created the plan to work consistently, then it's okay if I don't do it for a week or a day, or if I miss a day in the week. Now, when you consistently start missing days, then that's a problem, or you just need to adjust your expectations or adjust what you have scheduled that day. So even though I have, like, Monday is going to be bookkeeping classes or KDP classes, Tuesday is going to be marketing, Wednesday is going to be writing, Thursday I'm going to work on my course, um, I may have to change those. So I may have to shift the days that I work on those things because life happens. And that's okay. The important thing is that you are working consistently, even if it's just a little bit. So even if it ends up being some days, I can spend five minutes on one of these things. I've done it. I've I've still worked on it and it still counts. You can still put a check mark next to it. I promise. So so I don't want to go too much longer because um, the coffee chats are supposed to be shorter, but we're catching up now. So this one's a little bit longer. But I do want to encourage you moms that it doesn't matter how busy you are. If there's things that you want to accomplish, you can still do. Uh, and you don't have to set up smart goals. You don't have to do time blocking or anything like that. If none of that stuff has worked for you, then be a rebel mom and ditch it. Okay. But also give yourself permission to pursue the futile. So I've shared with you my creativity. I've let it out. I've kind I've, I've kind of let the hostage crack the door a little bit and peek out. So what do you what do you have that's kind of held hostage inside of you that you're going to let out? Even if it's just a peek around the corner for at first, we can start small. Tell me what it is. What is that futile thing that you're going to pursue just for your own enjoyment? And remember, you can find more uh, Momtrepreneur content at lifeunbox.blog. Get in touch with me and you can always support the show with coffee. And that's K-O- hyphen fi.com forward slash life unbox blog. And I'm so glad we're back with the Mompreneur Life coffee chats. And I'm going to create another playlist for 2023. So be sure to check those out. And I will see you in the next show.